Yep. So that's all the news for this show. But stay tuned to hear my interview with Professor Steve Jones about the portrayal of snails in art and a potted history of UCL's Lungshire Lecture Series. I'm Steve Jones. I was until recently, until I retired, Professor of Genetics at University College London. The first one I gave was probably called Is Human Evolution Over? And the content of that lecture can be summarised in one word, yes. And I actually like talking to mixed audiences. It's much easier to talk to a very diverse audience and a large audience, uh, as the kind that goes to the National Lectures, um, than it is to speak to a very, uh, to a very small and a very specialised audience, which is much more challenging. Uh, many people think the opposite is true, but it's not. Uh, one thing which has very much changed in the Lunchow lectures. There was a period when they were mainly filled with mad old men who used to come down from Euston Station. Um, either those mad old men are died off or I've joined their ranks and don't notice how crazy they are. I think every biologist has got a guilty secret, which is that they started as a bird watcher. And that was certainly true in my case. Uh, I wasn't particularly good at it. I'm not particularly good at biology. Um, but people like uh, Jim Watson of Watson and Crick was actually an avid bird watcher. Um, and Certainly in my day, and that was some years ago, that's what gave you your introduction to the world of biology, was an interest in natural history, and that's what uh, certainly did it for me. I think things have changed, certainly at UCL they've changed, because the students at UCL don't really want to save the planet um, in general, they want to cure brain cancer. So UCL's biology is very medically oriented, and uh, I'm kind of on the edge of that. Well, I was given an essay to write when I was an undergraduate 50 years, 50 or so years ago um, at the University of Edinburgh, an essay on the evolution and genetics of land snails, and I still haven't finished the essay. And that, that happens to quite a lot of people, actually. But ironically, working on snails, and I hope I can illustrate this in this talk, um, reminds us how new genetics is. Because when I started in the business in the early 1960s, um, really there were very few creatures, almost none, where you could go out and you could count genes in populations. You can ask how many of this type are there, how many of that type are there. And snails, these snails were of that kind. They have, they have very, they're very pretty, they're pink or they're yellow, they have stripes or they don't have stripes and various other changes in pattern on the shell. And they're genetic and you, go out, you can go out and count them. But now of course you can do that to any creature, ourselves included, by doing it with DNA. It's more expensive, by a long way, but in many ways it gives you the same kinds of answers. I mean, snails have lots and lots of advantages for an experimental biologist, and they're sluggish, that's an old joke. They don't move around much, which means you can mark them, for example, and you can, one of the things I did some years ago was to invent a paint that fades at a measurable rate when exposed to the sun, and you can put snails of different patterns out into the wild and come back after a month or so and ask how much has each individual animal been active in daylight. And it turns out that the shell pattern, dark or light, makes quite a big difference. And in fact, it's related to the extent of patchiness in the habitat in which they live. Uh, if they live on short grass, from the point of view of sunlight, um, everything's more or less the same. If they live in a thorn bush, there are patches of light and patches of dark. And that actually is where I got the tie of the art of snails and snails in art because there are many paintings which have got snails in them but you have to look pretty hard because they're hidden away in the painting. There are lots of artists who worked on snails. There's a whole school of them really um, who were the painters of the wonderful 18th and 17th century Dutch flower paintings and people are familiar with these I think in general. They're, they're always uh, still lives of a, of a um, 
or very bowl of flowers, often extraordinarily beautifully painted. And uh, people are often struck by the butterflies and so on flying around them. These have a very deep religious message. The message is that this flower is beautiful, but it will fade and die, and it will be eaten away by the caterpillars and so on of these butterflies. So it's a reminder of mortality. And now some of those paintings, you have to look pretty hard, have actually got snails in them. They're actually the same species that I work on. And uh, I discovered this some years ago, and I was quite amazed by it. And that gave me an interest, really, in that subject. And Steve Jones's lecture is also available on the Lunch Hour Lectures YouTube channel, so do go and check it out if you have a moment.